Hello, Ventura County. You're listening live to Girls on the Air. We are real women in real estate right here on KVTA 1590. I'm Karen Campbell. And I'm Lorene with Gentle Transitions, filling in for Tracy. Who's getting married tomorrow. Amazing. Yes, I'm so excited for her. (laughs) So, So how was your week? Mine was a little bit full this good. week. Yeah, full is good. How about yours? Mine was busy as well. Good. Um, I actually on? have a brand new listing. It is at 278 North Catalina Street in Ventura. It is a three-bedroom, two-bath, built in 1929, and it's 1,755 square feet. It has every upgrade that one can have there. The floors are beautiful and original. Oh, like, nice. Beautiful. Um, there's red oak flooring in there. Um, there. Tell me there's a fireplace and I'll go look right there now. There is a fireplace, <laughs> right? Views from every window. It's oh. up above the um, Ventura High School. Um, it has all new appliances, all new faucets, new toilets, new shower system. It has solar. So there's eight panels of solar. Wow, ahead of and, the game there. Yeah, so they have, um, you know, credits for their utilities, so Mm -hmm. that's pretty interesting. And then um, there's a fireplace outside on the deck, which is awesome. Oh my gosh. The deck holds about 40 people, so you can have a huge party there and not be in anybody's way, which is really, really nice. So when can people see that? Uh, It will be live on Monday. We're just waiting for the pictures to come back, and um, it will be live on Monday. So we'll have a first open house next weekend and it will be open both Saturday and Sunday. And this is the people that I've been saying that we found a mobile home in Marina Village. Oh. Well, that is closing on Monday. Oh. So they finally got the perfect house. Took a little while to get that, but we're totally excited about that. And now we're listing their beautiful home uh, in Ventura that is um, got beautiful, beautiful views. Sounds like you better be first in line on that one. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna last very long. It is priced at 1.6. Uh, we do have an appraisal at 1.6, okay. and um, so that one's not going to last long, I have the feeling. Um, I also have 1521 Viewpoint Drive in Oxnard. It is a custom home. It is five-bedroom, four-bathroom. It's 3,681 square feet, has a view from every single window of mm. the channel. So there's a 45-foot boat dock. There is a three-car garage and every amenity that you can think of has been upgraded. So there's a chef's kitchen uh, with high-end appliances, granite counters, shutters on all the windows, beautiful hardwood floors. I mean, throughout the entire home. It is gorgeous. I just love those. Yes. Well, this sounds like a really nice place for maybe a couple of professionals who would like to get away and host some friends for the weekend or something, that dock and all of that. Well, nice. it is in Westport at Mandalay Bay off of Woolly Road. And um, a lot of those homes are second homes in there. So it is perfect for that. Uh-huh. Well, quiet right. too then in the neighborhood for it the most is. part. Um, that one is priced at 2.8. And so that one will be open today from two to four. We'll also be open tomorrow from one to four. And oh. so come by and take a look. It is a stunning, gorgeous, Better give gorgeous me the address home. one more time. It's 1531. Viewpoint Drive in Oxnard at Westport in Mandalay Bay. Starting at 1 o'clock today if you want to take a peek. 2 o'clock today, 1 Oops, o'clock tomorrow. O'clock. Yep. <laughs> so really great properties coming on the market. We actually are seeing 
a little bit um, more inventory. We're mm -hmm. instead of at 78, we are at 100. Oh. So that's exciting. Well, that's 25%. I mean, that's good. Exactly. But they are going fast. Mm -hmm. So because people are waiting for that new property to come on the market. I know. And afraid the rates are going to go up yet again before the end of the year. Well, they suspect that they'll go up again um, the second Wednesday of the month next month. They went up 25 basis points this month. But if you if you really think about that, that the basis points does not affect real estate interest rates for a while. Ah. They do catch up. Good to know. Yeah, but it's mainly for car insurance, car loans, credit cards, um, HELOCs for sure, because they're adjustable, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So those will be affected probably the beginning of this week and will be very close to seven, if not a little over seven. Okay, so, so we have a little time in the real estate market. We do, okay. but they will certainly go up, I would imagine. Um, we have a special guest this this morning. Uh, Susan from Vitalent is here, and she is going to talk a little bit all through the show about the desperate need for blood. So welcome, Susan. We're glad to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me this morning. So tell us the desperate need. Why are we in such you know, need of our blood because you are the supplier for our county for the blood, correct? That's correct. Vitalent does supply all the blood for Ventura County. And right now we are um, seeing about a 25% drop just since May in blood donations. So that's pretty significant. We like to keep a four-day supply on hand for all types, and we are down to less than three days for most types. And under two days on hand for type O, which is our most transfused type. Well, I'm O negative, so I can give to everybody and nobody can give to me, which is <laughs> no. not a good idea. And I'm O, so I can give to oh, everybody. That's, that's, there you very, go. that's wonderful. Yes, O donors are, can, are universal donors and can give to anyone. So Exactly. So be a hero. Give Susan a call and um, sign up to give blood this week because we are in desperate need of blood. Where exactly should they call, Susan? They can, they can um, go on to our website at vitalent.org to see where our blood drives are happening throughout the county or um, our donation site at 223 Eastman Avenue in Ventura. They can call um, 8... Excuse me. They can call 877-25-VITAL also to make an appointment. All right. We'll say that again a couple more times today for those of yes, you who have will. a pen handy. In between all of our segments, we're going to ask you to give blood. Um, we have a great show lined up for you today. We have Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. He is going to be talking about these interest rates, but he's also going to be talking about cash-out bridge loans. So mm -hmm. a cash-out bridge loan will allow you to stay in your home that you want to sell, buy the next home that you want to buy, and have it be a cash offer. Mm -hmm. And then when you sell that home that you're in now, you'll pay that off. Oh, what a good deal. And so it makes it so people don't have to do all of the things that you would have to do to get a property ready. You can wait till after you've moved out to do that. So great that's very exciting. Reducer. That's great. Exactly. And Phil Atwan from uh, Resource Exchange. Exchange Resource. There you go. Uh, he is the president of Exchange Resource, and he is an expert on 10, 1031 tax-deferred exchanges. And so he'll explain what those are. He'll explain when you should do it. 
and he'll explain the process. So that's very exciting. That's a lot of great information for a lot of people that have investments. And then Lorene will be talking about gentle transitions and helping people move to the next property. And then Susan will actually tell more about what our blood supply um, center is, where it is, what they do, and how they do it. And then Paula's gonna pop in at the end and just give us an update on the next end of the year. So great show lined up for you. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is... NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine, 805-853-3030. Come to Ventiki in downtown Ventura at the corner of Fern, Maine for happy hour food and drinks from 4 to 6 p.m. and enjoy a specialty drink by one of our cocktail shamans, where you will be amazed by the Aloha spirit the moment you walk through our A-frame archway and sit around our fire pit on our open patio. See you soon. Mahalo. Call us at 805-667-8887. Once again, that's 805-667-8887. Welcome back, Ventura County. You're listening live to Girls on the Air. We are real women in real estate right here on KVTA 1590. We also stream live on KVTA.com, so you can listen on your phone, you can listen on your computer, and you can go to our podcast on our website at girlsontheair.com. We have Larry Reyes with us this morning. Hey, Larry. Hey, Karen. So glad to have you this morning. Thank you for being here. Of course. So tell How us. How are you? I'm well. Mm-hmm. I'm hanging good. in there, waiting for that good, closing good. on Friday or Monday so that everybody can do what they need to do, right? Exactly, exactly. So tell us a little bit the, about the increase in interest rates this week. Well, we have to remember one thing. Yes, the prime rate did go up another quarter, so we are at 8.5% oh, my goodness. on the I prime didn't rate. Know that. Now, that affects home equity loans and home equity lines of credit and all of our consumer credit cards, car loans, most type of uh, consumer loans are tied to the prime rate. But that does not mean that it affects mortgage rates. Correct. Mortgage I rates had mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. Look, mortgage rates are long-term loans. And normally what happens when we see the prime rate go up, we also see the long-term loans, like mortgage loans, come down. So in the next couple of weeks, I think we're going to see the rates trickle down a little bit with uh, the long-term mortgage loans, like the 30-year fixed. So it, it can be, a, it can be a, a bad thing, but it also could be a good thing, too. And so what is our current interest rate today? You know, the rates did trickle down a little bit. Uh, we had a couple of, you know, a little bit of movement because of the uh, excitement of the prime rate moving. And we were about, I locked in a couple of 
transactions at 6.75% on a 30-year fixed with 3% down. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, so the rate was really well. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, they were that same scenario would have been maybe 7.25. So we saw about a half a percent incre- uh, decrease in rate. Nice. So, Larry, tell us a little bit about the loan that we are doing. So it is a cash-out bridge loan. And tell people Correct. what the, tell people how that works. So a cash-out bridge loan is designed for someone that needs to get the money out of their primary home to buy another primary home. And they use the bridge loan so that they don't have to have contingencies on their purchase transaction. So it allows them to take the equity out of their home and use that for the down payment or use that full amount to purchase the other property in cash. The program is very easy. They are no documentation loans. Um, You can document your income if you like. Like in our transaction, we did document the income just for a little bit better of an interest rate. Sure. Normally, there is no documentation on these loans. They're designed to move quick and fast. That's awesome. It's been a great loan for them because they didn't want to move from their home, and they didn't want to buy that mobile home. So mobile homes are just a little different. With the idea of you know buying another home and and and, or, or selling their home and not having another home in place already. So. It works out really well for him. Well, and he was able to make a cash offer, right? Definitely. 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 So that's just a way for you to purchase um, another home as a cash offer, so you're even more competitive than you would be if you didn't have a cash offer. And it it also allows you to make sure you have a home while you're going to sell the one that you're in. So it makes right. it really, really convenient. So now they're going to move into the mobile home, and I'm going to have a vacant property to show, which is going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and that actually helps. I think a vacant property, uh, people can see the ideas that they can do, and they see it vacant, and they see the space uh, better, and it's usually easier to sell. At least I've noticed that. It is. And and the other thing, too, is it allows flexibility in showing. So you right. don't have to worry about Very somebody true. else's schedule. Yes, so that's very exciting. And that way you don't lose a buyer for any reason. There shouldn't be right. a reason at all why you should lose a buyer in that type of situation. Exactly. Hi, Larry. It's Lorene filling in for Tracy today. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. So you're telling me that this loan and, and against a cash buyer with all cash is an equal apples-to-apples apples comparison for the, from the seller's perspective? Is that what you're saying? From- Yes, we can move just as quick as a cash buyer would be. We can get the cash in hand usually within one to two weeks, uh, depending on you know the speed that we need to move. But normally the transaction takes about two weeks, and we can get the cash uh, in the buyer's hands. Well, as someone who does the moving part of this particular situation, that's good news because then yes, we have definitely. a little time to make that happen. So good news. Well, and typically right. your, your escrow is 30 days. So in, in our situation, we move the date up to close sooner. Right. Right? But normally you have 30 days. days right? <laughs> yeah, we did in about 15 days. Which but as was, long as we yeah, know what's a, going on ahead of time, I think we're still good in terms of the timing. I think of course. we're still good. Yes. And that particular seller um, really needed to get on to the next place where he's going to live. Mm-hmm. So it worked out great for everybody. And... Um, Thank goodness for Larry. He just made it all happen. I got to tell you, he is amazing. Thank you so much, Karen. I appreciate it, and I appreciate your trust in your business. Of course. Tell everybody where they can find you. They can find us at the Tower in Oxnard, 
300 East Esplanade Drive. We moved on up. We're at Suite 1680, the 16th floor. We have a beautiful view there. And the phone number for me is 805-853-3030. Well, thanks, Larry, so much. We appreciate you. Thank you very much. Uh And we will talk soon. Awesome. Well, Susan, what are we doing? What do we want people to do today? (laughs) We want people to make an appointment to donate blood. And we're short on blood in the the blood bank. We absolutely are, yes. Particularly O. Yes, particularly type O. We do have um, less than two days on hand. So we would really appreciate folks coming out to donate. Encourage your friends, neighbors, and family to come out and donate as well. Tell them where to go to make that appointment. They can visit us at vitalent.org to find out where we are in the county, our blood drives, or come to um, 223 Eastman in Ventura. And how do you spell that, vitalent.org? <laughs> v, with, v as in vase, I-T-A-L-A-N-T.org. Thank you. Awesome. Well, g- give her a call, please. Make that appointment. Be a hero. I give blood because I'm O negative, and anybody can use my blood. So typically, they call me. I'm like on rotation. Like every eight weeks, they're like, it's time again. It's time again, right? As am I. Yep. As am I. That's awesome. Well, coming up, we have Phil Atwan with uh, Resource Exchange, and he is going to be talking about 1031 exchanges and how you can use that in deferring your tax. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. City of Ventura rental owners, did you know that the City of Ventura is looking at rental ordinances? Tenants have been speaking up. Now, owners, it's your time to speak up. If you want more information, reach out to Rent805 or call us at 805-776-8805. Rent805, we manage your rental so it doesn't manage you. Hi, I'm Seth Doherty, a professional land surveyor with Latitude Surveying. We help homeowners, realtors, developers, contractors, and architects define property lines, create topographic surveys, site plans, and other maps. We service Santa Barbara and Ventura counties. Give us a call at 805-637-1975 or check us out on the web at latitudesurveying.com. Again, this is Seth Doherty with Latitude Surveying at 805-637-1975. 805-637-1975. Welcome back, Ventura County. You're listening live to Girls on the Air. We are real women in real estate right here on KVTA 1590. We have Phil Atwan with us today. He is with Exchange Resource, and he's going to talk about tax-deferred exchanges. Welcome, Phil. We're glad to have you this morning. Good morning. I'm truly delighted to be on this radio show this morning. Oh, thanks so much. (laughs) We're so glad to have you. So if you wouldn't mind, if you kind of just will... you know, explain what a 1031 exchange is. Well, a 1031 exchange is granted by the United States government uh, through the Congress that allows an investor or someone who owns a property for business use. So it's either rental or business use or even vacant land can qualify for the 1031 exchange. It allows them to sell the property and defer the payment of capital gains taxes so they can re-leverage the equity into other properties that will be better for them as long as they buy for equal or greater than what they sold for and they reinvest all the cash from the sale into the acquisition. I mean, that's what it's all about. Why is that such a big deal? Well, it's a big deal because when you sell any kind of property, there's a minimum of three taxes that you pay. 
Number one is the long-term capital gains tax. Long-term capital gains tax today is probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 15% with a cap of 20%. The second tax that you pay when you sell any kind of real estate, including your personal residence, second home, vacation home, rental, business use, whatever, is the health care tax. Some people call it the affordable health care tax. Some people call it the Obamacare tax. So it doesn't really matter what you care. I mean, what you call it. I mean, it, the bottom line is that's an additional 3.8% if your gain is at least $200,000 as an individual or two fifty dollars as a married couple. So you pay an additional tax to the health care program. The third tax that you pay is to the state of California. If you haven't figured it out yet, we live in a wonderful state, but we're the number one tax state in the country. Our state taxes are higher here than they are the two distant ones that are following us, which is the state of New York and the state of New Jersey. And you will pay between 9 to 12% average tax when you sell any kind of property on your long-term capital gains tax, but with a cap at 13%. And then if it's a rental property or a business use property, the government allows you to depreciate the asset. But as you depreciate the asset, the government says you can get all the benefits of writing it off. But when you sell the property, you have to pay a 25% tax on the allowable depreciation that the federal government gives you, whether you take the depreciation benefit or not, because it was offered to you, it's allowable, uh, you will pay a 25% tax on all the allowable depreciation. Well, when you put the math together, who would want to sell? I was just going to say that, Larry. <laughs> you know, you know, so, but the government in 1921, Congress, created this vehicle called the 1031. It, it, it's not the time of day. It's not Halloween Day, 1031. It, it's a code section in the IRC, the Internal Revenue Code, that allows an investor or a business use on it. could be a farm building, it could be a commercial building, it could be a single-family rental, multiple units, whatever, vacant land, as long as you've been holding it for investment purposes or productive use in a trader business, you can exchange that into other investment property anywhere in the United States. Wow, that's a lot. That's a long explanation. Yes. <laughs> and so how do they get a replacement property? So... You know, if you want to do a 1031 exchange, typically you want to find the property that you want to do the exchange on. And what if you can't find that property? Well, there's certain time restrictions that the IRS has put on this. Uh, first of all, the exchange has to be set up uh, when you're in escrow on your sale. Number two, uh, once you close the sale, you have 180 days, uh, calendar days, close escrow on your acquisition that's a little less than six months number three they only give you the first 45 days of that 180 days after the sale has closed to identify the the address of the property you're interested in acquiring under the three property rule the federal government will allow you to name up to three properties you can swap those properties out if you can't exceed more than three at any given time under the three property rule and you have to close escrow within 180 days or less on at least one of those properties. The goal is to acquire for equal or more than what you sold for. 
And so if you don't do that, it's it's null and void, right? Yeah, they put you in the electric chair. I mean, I mean they make you do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I know it, it's a little tricky on our end because when we are doing a 1031 exchange for someone, we have to put certain verbiage into our contract uh, that allows them to do a 1031 exchange. That's exactly right. There's another option in this 1031 exchange that many investors in times like these, where there's not a ton of inventory out there, are doing something called a reverse exchange. What, what's that? It allows you, if you can get enough cash as a down payment to go with a bank or a lender, or if you have enough cash, the government will allow you through a third-party facilitator, regardless if it's a delayed exchange like we just went over or this reverse exchange, we will help you acquire the replacement property and close escrow on the new acquisition first. So you're waiting until you find the right property. And then you are required to close the sale up to 180 days later. There's a lot of detail that goes into that. Uh, but the bottom line is if you have the cash and an ability to borrow or you have enough cash to pay all cash, you can wait until you find that right, perfect property in the right location at the right price, close it through a company like ours that is a qualified intermediary or an accommodator, facilitator, all kinds of names, all means the same thing, and then ultimately close the sale up to 180 days later. And many investors are going this route because the bottom line is they want to make sure they're going into the right property. Correct. That, the, and there's a lot more to it than that, too. So as the facilitator, that's what your company does is so that people don't touch the money, correct? Yes, that's a, that's a good point. They used to call it a trade, and it still is in effect. What you're doing is you're relinquishing what you're selling, taking title to what you're buying. We do the work in terms of documentation, in terms of holding funds and wiring funds, Basically, as long as you keep those time restrictions, you're basically relinquishing one and trading it for a, a new property you may want to buy, whether it's here in Ventura County or somewhere else in the state or even anywhere in the United States of America. Because the federal government will allow you, since this is a federal tax code, to acquire where many investors are fleeing to these days. States like Florida or Tennessee, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, places like Texas or Arizona, or Nevada, Colorado, Utah, uh, Idaho. I mean, those are just a few states. Ohio, those are states that many investors are moving their assets to because they can pay less for an acquisition, get almost as much rent, which means the rate of return is higher, and maybe diversify where they have multiple properties, not putting all their eggs in just one investment basket. Exactly. Well, Phil, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll, we'll have some more questions for you. So if you'll hang around for just a little bit longer, uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll do that. So, Susan, what are we asking people to do? We are asking people to please come out and donate blood. Um, you can visit Vitalant.org to find out where you can donate or call us at 877-25-VITAL and we'll help you make an appointment. So be a hero. Give blood. Right? Right. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. We'll talk to Phil when he gets back. 
Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pothiahypnotherapy.com, or call myself, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, 818-468-0777. Moving house this year? Imagine having a gentle, experienced partner to help you prepare and lead the team to pack, move, and completely resettle your new home as you've planned. At Gentle Transitions of California, we call that person a move manager. Why not schedule our no-obligation move planning meeting to find out more? Just call 800-619-3049 or visit gentletransitions.com to get started. That's 800-619-3049 to let us help you move gently this time. Welcome back, Ventura County. You're listening live to Girls on the Air. We're real women in real estate right here on KVTA 1590. I'm Karen Campbell. And I'm Lorene with Gentle Transitions. And we're so excited to have Phil Atwan back with us. Hey, Phil, thanks for being here. Oh, I'm delighted to be here today, really. I've been looking forward to it all week. Awesome. Well, I have a couple of questions for you. So when you buy a property that is less value than the one that you're selling, and you do a 1031 exchange, do you have to pay the difference in tax on the balance? Yeah, some people think it's completely disqualified, but That's it's what not. I, I've had it's that happen. <laughs> really, you know, you know how you're trading in one investment property for another? And by the way, you're not limited to one sale, and you're not limited to one acquisition. But oh. your goal is to replace all the cash from the sale minus the closing cost, because as you know, sure. you sell property. You pay commissions, escrow, title insurance, transfer taxes, recording fees, if, if it's an exchange, our fees, and any contractual conditions that you have to fulfill for the buyer, minus those fees, you buy equal or greater. So if you sold for a million dollars and it costs you, let's say, $70,000 in closing costs, your new minimum net acquisition needs to be 930 or greater, and you put in all the cash from the sale. That's what we do with you to the acquisition so it's a complete trade you're not touching money and this makes the federal government happy and they allow these 1031 exchanges and so do you have to do a separate form on your tax returns in order to have this 1031 work oh we do, what you, the cpa will do is they will file something called an 8824 form on your schedule e of your tax re, your tax return because in your schedule e you're you're claiming your deductions you're claiming your income you know, your depreciation, and the bottom line is you're showing on that same form in the year that you do an exchange, this 8824 form, where the government starts asking questions like, did you reinvest all the cash? Did you reborrow the debt? Did you identify in 45 days? Did you acquire and close your new acquisition within the 180-day period? So, uh, And they also want to know, is the seller and the buyer the same party? Because you can't sell and then buy the replacement property and put it in your, your kid's name. That, that isn't allowable. The party that sells has to be the party that acquires. Phil, going back to that example you gave us where we have the 930000 left to invest in other properties, 
Is that just the selling price of those properties, or does that include all of the taxes and everything that would go into that particular close of that sale? Good question. Actually, that's a very good question. That's very misunderstood by a lot of people. Here's the bottom line. That has to go into the acquisition. Any recurring costs that you might have to pay to acquire that property, like you need a bank, well, the bank's going to charge you different types of like points and fees. They're going to have you do an appraisal. They're going to, get, they're going to require some endorsements to a title company for their sake. All that is called a recurring cost to acquire. That is not allowable. It's only mm-hmm. for the cost of acquiring the property, not for the cost of acquiring the loan. You also pay property taxes. You pay insurance, HOA fees, if that is applicable. Those are all recurring. Those are not allowable on the acquisition. What is allowable on the acquisition is basically the escrow fees, the recording fees, and if you want to get an inspector to inspect the property, make sure it's in the best condition possible, you want to be aware of any uh, uh, defects in the property, that is allowable. It's a one-time cost to acquire. So the one-time cost to sell and the one-time cost to acquire are allowable in a 1031 exchange. Great. Thank you. And so what about, what about repairs, Phil? So if someone's buying a property that they're going to fix up and maybe even flip, so that's the first part of the question is what about repairs? And then how long do you have to stay in that 1031 exchange on the new property? Is there a time limit? That's a good question. It's a little debated by a lot of tax people because I do this class in front of the CPAs and the tax attorneys and you know, the real estate communities and the escrow communities, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes you get a little different opinion from one to another. But generally speaking, you have to buy it for the purpose of putting it into service. What does that mean? It's either being rented out or you're moving your business into that property. That's really important. And then most tax people will tell you it has to be held in that manner for two years or 24 months or longer. Uh, the, the bottom line is, if you have to make repairs or do improvements, that's on you because all the cash has to go into the acquisition and not into the repairing or fixing of the property. There's another exchange called a build to suit exchange where it allows you to do other things, but we don't have time for that. Maybe we'll do it on another radio show. Sure. But the bottom line is, is that they will allow you to buy, to hold, not to flip because if you're flipping you're not moving you're not moving your business in the property if you want to flip the property you're not going to rent it out they want to see two years after those repairs or capital improvements are done to the property and then two years after that you can do another 1031 exchange on the same property and even if you do it as an owner-occupied property or is it only for rental properties it's only for rental property there you go if you sold a rental for a million dollars and you bought a duplex for two million and you moved into one of the units and they're equal size units, well, you still bought another investment property for a million because the property that duplex, that one unit that's being out for rent, is worth a million dollars. So that's a good exchange when it allows you to move into the other property that is not part of the exchange, it's just going to be your personal residence. So as long as the investment portion of what you're acquiring is equal or greater than the investment that you sold, that investment property, that's a good 1031 exchange. Boy, this sounds like something you definitely don't want to wade into on your own. You better tell them how to get a hold of you, Phil. 
Well, uh, it's pretty easy. Area code 213-479-8800. Or you can send me an email. It's philapwan at gmail.com. Well, thanks so much for being here, Phil. That was a very informative segment, and it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Pleasure is mine. We'll look forward to next time. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thanks so much. And Susan, what are we asking people to do? Please come on out and donate blood. Please visit us at vitalent.org to find out where you can make an appointment or give us a call at 877-25-VITAL. Awesome. Be a hero. Give blood. Absolutely. So coming up, Lorene is going to talk about gentle transitions. She is a moving company, but she does way more than that. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Opa! You don't have to travel to Greece to enjoy the food, dancing, music, and culture. The Greek Ventura has it all. Healthy, traditional Mediterranean foods, fresh, daily seafood, succulent steaks, cozy up at the fire pit on our newly remodeled patio, open daily for lunch and dinner, brunch on the weekends, extended happy hour from Monday to Friday, 2 to 9 p.m., all overlooking picturesque Ventura Harbor, where the parking is always free. Go to thegreekventura.com. Opa! Hi there, I'm Pola, and I'm the Psychic on the Avenue. I'm a spiritual advisor, clairvoyant reader, and I'm here to help you focus on releasing the past baggage that's only been weighing you down. Also connecting with the present to help you look forward to make a bigger, brighter future. I specialize in all areas of life, and especially the power of love. Aren't you curious to know what your partner is feeling, thinking, or wanting? I can guide you through any situation giving you the spiritual key to open new doors, gain insight and intuition. This truly is my life's work. You can reach me at my location at 108 North Ventura Avenue or 107 Figueroa Street, boat located in downtown Ventura. Or you can reach me at 805-628-3333. That is 805-628-3333. If you call in and use the code Girls on Air. I will grant you $150 worth of services for only $85. I hope to hear from you soon for a spiritual awakening. What doesn't kill you makes you Welcome back, Ventura County. You're listening live to Girls on the Air. We're real women in real estate right here on KVTA 1590. I'm Karen Campbell. And I'm Lorene with Gentle Transitions. And we're real women in real estate and relocation today. Because I really want to talk about the softer side of a move. We talk about the logistics every time I come, and that's all good. We'll probably get into a little of that along the way. But I was kind of thinking today about some of the clients I was working with this week and how the emotional piece of this particular project is really an equal stressor for them to the logistic piece because for a, a lot of reasons. The first and obvious one is change. We all of us face change in our own way, but if you don't have to face it every day, it's something that really kind of builds up your stress level. And most of our clients haven't moved in quite some time. So everything in their current home is familiar to them. They can lay their hands on anything they want to at any time. They know their neighborhood, they know where the doctors are and the grocery store, and they've got their life completely set up. Now they're facing a move to another location whether near or far from there, it changes everything, not only inside but outside. And just the thought of that 
keeps people in places that they really shouldn't stay longer than they should be there. So there are some ways to kind of handle that. Um, but first of all, let's look at what the other stressors might be. Um, if you can't or don't want to do the work yourself, finding someone that you can trust to do that and that you feel comfortable with and that you think will actually execute your move the way that you want it to be can be a stress level too and making sure that you feel comfortable with that person and preparing for that and then finally <clears throat> friends and family I know are very well-meaning but really have very limited time that they can offer you for this and probably only an equal limited experience in terms of doing it recently so although they have the best intentions very often their help can kind of muddy the water as opposed to moving you forward in an efficient manner in fact I'm gonna just take a little break from this to do a shout out to Greg and the team at our office in Manhattan Beach we are actually moving that office to a new location beautiful floor level gorgeous landscaping much bigger area today of all oh, days wow. so shout out to them for doing that in the heat on a saturday and i hope it goes well all right so back to our people here that are moving um if you have someone who is like a wedding planner if you've ever used a wedding planner for your for your wedding or known someone who has or even seen bridezilla on tv and, <laughs> and see how they can help people the purpose of them is to actually be the, the knowledge font for you and also the one who keeps all the pieces moving in the right direction and all the various uh, people that might be involved in the project on track and in their own lanes so that everyone is moving the project forward in the way that you want it to be. Well, that's what our move managers do for our clients and they're going to help you refocus the attention on the fact that this is your move you want it to be done your way even if you can't do it yourself you want to be able to be sure that it's going to be done the way you want it to and then there's a lot of moving pieces what are you going to do with the stuff that's left behind how are you going to find the right person to help you dispose of your unwanted items how are you going to find the right mover the actual truck personnel to pick things up and put them down how do you know if they're giving you a good price all of those things come with the knowledge of the move manager when they work with you. So from our perspective, not only are we a help for you logistically, but from a, a, the softer side and the emotional piece, we can really help direct everyone to their right um, um, tasks and projects to move the project along as you would want it to have as a client. So um, that's really the focus I wanted to have today. Well, tell everybody a little bit about what you do logistically because that's really important too. I know I had a client that used your services and she read a book while you packed her mm. and then she was told, I think it's time to move you know, down towards your new place. And so she got in the car, had lunch and actually got there after you did and her house was half unpacked, pictures were hung and you handed her the keys and she was like, wow, that's it? I know, and she had almost no stress, except for the drive down there, which right. was so wonderful. So ideally, if you're planning a move, obviously the first thing you need to know is where you're going. A lot of people get started on getting rid of things first before they know where they're going. We really kind of advise against that because, for one thing, you don't really know what you're going to need until you know where you're going. 
And for another thing, it takes a lot of the focus away from your move and puts it on things that are just going to be left behind, either to be sold at a nominal fee or given away to someone who can hopefully use them. So um, know where you're going is the first piece. The second piece is take time to plan. The same thing with anything in your life that is especially a change in the way that you're doing things from day to day. The planning piece kind of sets your mind at ease. So in our case, we call it a move planning meeting, and that's going to be you and your move manager. After the move manager has gone to your new location, taken a look at what the logistics are of the move from that end, spoken to the people there and made sure that we're good with the elevator if there's something involved like that, and, and they're, they're aware of when we're coming in. And then they and also start a floor plan using our magnetic kit. It has about 500 die cut pieces, every kind of furniture and thing you might move into a home on it. So they start a floor plan, size it to the correct size, quarter inch scale is what we use, and then put that down in front of you and ask you, what's your wish list of furniture that you want to have with you for this particular move? Whether you think it'll fit or not at this point, just what do you want to have? You're first. So we go through the home and we identify those pieces and measure them and then um, correlate them to the proper pieces on the kit and then start handing those to you one by one. I usually start in the bedroom because most of us know which way we want our bed oriented in the room and it kind of helps you get your feet wet. And you'd be amazed in 20 or 30 minutes or so, you've got your entire floor plan laid out. And the beauty of it is, first of all, you made those decisions before anybody else had any input to say, this is your move. Second of all, now you can let go of the things that, you're, that you did not choose to put in your floor plan. So then we can talk about, do you want to sell it, donate it, or get it to someone you know? And we can help you with that. If it's local or not, we can help you get it to those people <coughs> in the best possible condition. Then after we complete that floor plan, then we walk back through your home again and look at what the number of boxes we're going to be counting and the logistics on your end of the move. And that's what goes into our estimate at that point. But then that's our best educated guess of what the cost of the move is going to be. And we do give you an idea on local moves of what the moving truck will cost because we are not movers. We don't own the trucks ourselves. However, for nearly 30 years now, we have worked with what we consider to be uh, friendly or client-friendly movers, which means that they are COVID compliant for one thing, and also liability um, is another issue that we have with them. So we have our select group of movers that we work with, and we'll give you an idea of what their charge should be as well. But at the end of the move, should you choose to accept that and go forward, you will receive a line-by-line -line reflection of who actually worked and what they did, so that you, that is your invoice for the move. And you can choose to pay that separate from the mover or together. Again, something you'll let us know at that move planning meeting. So you can see how that meeting can be really key to taking your stress level down and your emotional um, level, keeping that nice and, and solid the way that it should be through the, through the whole process. The other piece is from your family's perspective, their best involvement in your move is really the emotional piece, helping you to do things like changing your postal address and, and moving, letting your doctors and, and your insurance companies and whomever else know that you're going to be moving. 
um, making sure that you have what you need on moving day. And in our case, it's usually a two or three consecutive day process. So we're going to guarantee you sleep in your own bed every night if that is what you choose. But you do want to make sure you have, for example, your glasses and your medicines for that period of time. And course your cell phone and charger so that you can stay in touch with the world and we can let you know when it's time to come and take a look at your new home so the process then after you have the move planning meeting between that and when we come to pack everything up for you which is typically the day before the move we're going to use our color-coded uh, sorting system that we've devised which is based on a stoplight so we use the color green little green removable dots Go on everything that you've told us you want us to pack and take to your new home. We use other colors and you can identify them as you like for yourself for things like charity or um, sale or friends and family. And if you'd like us to help you with packing those things or getting those services into your um, project, we're more than happy to do that for you as well. So again, the wedding planner analogy that I'm using the, these days is really, really apt in this case because the move manager is not only the one who plans with you and puts together your ideal move, but then they are also going to be, in most cases, the one who will lead the team to execute that move as it's supposed to be. So, Lorene, tell everybody where they can find you and how they can call and ask questions. Well, you can call me anytime at 800-619-3049, or you can always go to gentletransitions.com. There's a minute and a quarter animation there that tells you basically what it just took me all this time to tell you. That's awesome. Well, thank you for being on the show today. We appreciate you. It is always my pleasure. Thank you. Of course. And Susan from uh, Vitalent, she is a regional director of Vitalent, and she is looking for you to make an appointment to give blood so that our blood bank right here in our own community is efficient enough to serve people when they need that blood. So she's going to tell us all about the blood bank when we come back. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805 853 3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 0150707. Seven, nine. The number you really need to remember is mine, 805-853-3030. Welcome back, Ventura County. You're listening live to Girls on the Air. We're Real Women in Real Estate right here on KVTA 1590. I'm Karen Campbell. And I'm Laureen filling in for Tracy, who's getting married. Yay, we're excited. <laughs> and we're excited to have you, Susan, as well. Thank you for much, so much for being here. It's such an important um, ask for people to donate blood. So tell us a little bit about the blood bank and what you do. So we collect blood throughout the county and 
distributed out to the hospitals for patients in need. And so who makes that request? I would assume the doctor or the hospital makes that request. Yeah, when, when blood is needed. So there's, there's patients that need blood for routine, routine um, treatments like cancer, sickle cell. Um, patients need it sometimes for when they deliver babies. There are all kinds of routine situations. And it's also needed to be able to meet emergency situations. And the summertime is a really, really difficult time for us because we are not able to go to schools where we often collect blood during the school year, provides about 10% of our um, blood needs when we go to the school. So we can't go there during the summer. Summertime, people are really busy and they're enjoying vacations and they're doing things with family and friends. But the need for blood doesn't doesn't go away. Go away. No, 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 it doesn't. It doesn't decrease. And in fact, in the summertime, it, it can even increase as people are out doing things that they don't even normally do. There was a patient last summer who was um, just out swimming in the ocean, and he suffered shark bites. He used 28 units of blood and plasma right off the bat. And so you, you realize how difficult it is to, to keep that amount of blood on the shelves. And it's very important that we have it at the time when it's needed. Absolutely. So if uh, I've never donated blood before, what should I know before I call? Okay. And what can I expect when I get there? That's a great question. So we would ask that you um, first make sure you have a, a good low-fat meal about two hours before you come to donate. Make sure you're well hydrated. And then when you That means water, right? That means not water. coffee, yeah, not and, soda. And not, and not um, <laughs> spirits. So you'll want to make sure that, that you're well hydrated and you, probably a, a good hour before you come in. And we also suggest that people have a salty snack because you do lose about a, a gram of salt when you donate, and it helps you maintain a normal blood pressure. So when you come in to, to donate, either whether it's to our, one of our mobile operations or in the center, you'll be greeted. You'll be asked to complete a donor questionnaire, which you can actually do ahead of time if you have our app, and you can fill that out. It needs to be done on the same day of donation. So you'll come in, and we'll take down your information. We'll give you a little bit of a health checkup, so we'll, we'll get your blood pressure, your pulse. Um, we'll check your hemoglobin level, and... Your, take your temperature and make sure you're healthy enough to donate. And once you've done that, you'll be escorted to a chair where you will start the donation process. A whole blood donation will take you a, about 10 minutes or so. And then we'll let you relax at, in our canteen or our snack area and stay there for about 15 minutes. And when we're sure you're feeling good, you're good to go. And you've done a wonderful thing and saved lives. Absolutely. So a half an hour out of your day can save a life for someone who's had an emergency or needs um, blood for cancer or any kind of other health issue that requires that. Right. We ask people to plan for about an hour for a whole blood donation just because sometimes, especially for a, a new donor, it might take a little bit longer to go through the questions. And it's not just what you're giving to someone else. First of all, it's not just one person. As I understand, that blood can go to three different people, correct? Right. You can save up to three lives with one whole blood donation because we separate it into 
different components. We'll separate it into the red cells and plasma and platelets. So. But you're also giving back to yourself, aren't you? Because you're forcing your body to refresh its your own body supply will replenish. and make new yes, blood. Yes, your body will replenish. So and it's so a win-win. It is a win-win for sure. So where do they go? Tell them where to go. Well, please go check you, uh, uh, vitalent.org. And you can also give us a call at 877-25-VITAL to see where we're going to be um, out and about in the county and make an appointment. Please encourage your friends, family, neighbors to come out and donate too. Great. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for listening today. We hope you're enjoying your Saturday, and we'll see you next week.